Welcome to the Blue Oasis Podcast. This is the podcast for finding peace and prosperity in your life, learning the history of hobbies, as well as making a little side hustle out of your hobbies. If you want to find balance in your life and find peace, this is your show. Get ready. You're listening to the Blue Oasis Podcast. I am your host, Adam Rothstein. All right, let's get to the show. All right, and we are back. Hello, Nico. How are you? I'm doing great, Adam. I'm happy to be here. All right, perfect, perfect. Um, yeah, so, all right, so this is all about Adobe and integrating that with your hobby as well. So, um, Nico, you want to give the audience a couple of facts about yourself? Yeah, man. So I am 26 years old. I currently work for a company called Kettler in their corporate marketing department. I run their video division. Um, I do all of their video work um, for all of our uh, multifamily real estate uh, communities um, and also for our corporate office as well. Um, I'm a, a one-man band at the company, so it's just me doing all their video work and, and animation work and stuff like that. I do a little social media as well. Um, uh, if anybody is uh, unsure of how we know each other, Adam and I went to Towson together and played a little ice hockey for a couple of years. Uh, we were teammates, and um, I'm uh, I'm really happy to be on the the podcast, man. We I've, I've been listening a lot, and you know I'm really proud of you for what you've been doing so far, man. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. Okay, so um so when getting into creative design and Adobe programs, how did you get started? So I actually when I started at Towson, I was in school for an exercise science major. Um, but about halfway through my junior year, I just was kind of sitting in a lecture one day and was like, you know what, this isn't I'm I'm not, you know, enjoying this. I'm not really having fun and I had grown up watching a lot of TV and a lot of movies. You can ask my, my brothers. I mean, you know, both of them that I was always glued to the TV whenever I had free time. So I figured, you know, why not uh, try my hand at a little bit of, uh, you know, creative design or, or video work and stuff like that. We've always made uh, little videos at home and stuff, just doing, you know, fun things with each other and, um, you know, making ourselves laugh all the time. So I, I figured why not give it a shot and see what I can do um, on a, a grander scale and, and see if I can make a career out of it. And that's kind of how it started was just this small idea from, you know, watching so much TV and movies growing up. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, um, and I've also started to do a few things as well. I actually, I've been working on a few things with Adobe spark as well. Um, uh, for the programs, do you mind, uh, getting into them like what have you used um specifically aside from or aside from photoshop or and illustrator and uh premiere pro is is there anything else you've used in the past uh well yeah definitely use a lot of premiere pro i spend pretty much i'd say like about 70 percent of my work is done there uh with all my with all the videos that i do um, but the second one I'd say I spent about that maybe like 25% in is After Effects doing animations and stuff like that. Um, we have a lot of, we, we do a lot of social media stuff with, you know, big holidays, like, uh, you know, whether it's Halloween, New Year's, um, 
Christmas and stuff like that, we like to do some dynamic social media posting. So having a nice little cool animation, just, you know, just to wish people a happy holiday, whatever uh, that holiday may be is, is something that we do a lot of. So I spend a lot of time in After Effects doing those animations. Yeah. And uh, do you, um, have you ever tried to do this on the side? Have you ever worked uh, on Upwork or Fiverr doing anything? Not yet, actually. Um, it's something that I, I'm looking to get into uh, in the near future, hopefully. Um, but, you know, up until this point, it's been mostly just stuff for fun. You know, my, my brothers and I, some friends, um, if we have like fun video ideas, you know, whether it's just to, to do something cool that we think looks cool or, or that just makes us laugh, it's just little personal things so far. Um, but I definitely will be looking into to putting my services out there for anybody uh, who would want want them for, for any sort of project that they can come up with. Uh, so that's definitely something I'll be doing in the future. And that's the right mindset to have. As you know, I, I always tell my audience to always find a way to control the source of your income, whether that's with a book, YouTube, or even with this podcast, uh, something like this. Um, all right, we... All right, I'm going to ask one more question and then we will go to the promotion of the show. Um, for those wanting to get into creative design, any, um, what should their portfolio look like? Uh, should it be with, can it be with a few programs or should it just be uh, with a bunch of videos or, um, or how would you lay out the portfolio? Uh, so for me personally, my strength is in is in video and animation work. So that's probably what I would spend the bulk of of putting into my portfolio in terms of video and animation samples. Um, but in this in in the, in the creative field, it's always really good to be versatile. So having multiple skills in both you know, in both video and then animation. Having, having any sort of skill in Photoshop, Illustrator, Spark, uh, Audition, as you have, you know, those are all good skills to have. And the more versatile you can be and well-rounded you can be is extremely important because that just makes you kind of like a Swiss army knife when it comes to applying for a new job. If they see that you have multiple um, areas in which you have skills with, they that, that can only benefit you in the future. Yeah. All right, uh, we will continue this on a little bit further, but I've got to promote the show and uh, help grow the show. All right, so if you like what you're hearing here, uh, please consider donating in the show notes below. There is a click the support, click the support show link that will link back to my Square account uh, for Blue oasis books um as well so definitely go check that link out and you can donate one dollar five dollars fifty dollars five hundred dollars hey everything helps the show with the technical equipment advertising and hosting fees it all goes back into the show i do not put any of this in my pocket it is for your guys entertainment and yours alone and okay, let's get into the advertisements. Um, so if you need help uh, editing a podcast or need any work done for audio, I am here. Uh, check out rothsteinvoiceovers.com 
That is my last name, R-O-T-H-S-T-E-I-N, voiceovers.com. So all one, uh, one word and then .com. And then we have Skillshare.com. So ladies and gentlemen, if you want to control the source of your income or become uh, what Nico or I are, hop on Skillshare.com. They have classes uh, for 10 bucks a month. That's the price of one sandwich, a bag of chips, and a soda. So there's no excuse. Definitely hop on that and uh, get on there as soon as possible. And and also head over to my website and check out the Upwork resume letter. That is for free. That is zero dollars and zero cents. You can download it now if you need help uh, with your Upwork uh, with Upwork and uh, getting uh, those gigs on Upwork. So definitely check all those links out and uh, let's get back to it. All right, so we are back to it. Now, so, um, so how long have you been working, uh, in your current position for a couple years, right? Yeah. So just, I actually just hit the two year mark, uh, early December, I believe is when I formally, uh, got my, my digital media producer title at Kettler. So yeah, it's just been over two years. Yeah. And all right. And what in particular do you enjoy about your job? and the Adobe programs? So what what I most enjoy about Adobe is just the capabilities that they give you with all their programs. I mean, they, they just have so many different things that you can do, you know, like we've been talking about, you can, they, they have video editing software, they have animation software, they have, you know, photo editing software, they have, they have something for any creative field that you can possibly think of. So just the amount of capability that it gives you and, and the possibilities that come from that is the thing that I most enjoy. Um, but when it comes to the, the ones I personally use in, in uh, Premiere and After Effects, the thing that I most enjoy about my job is, and just making this, this video and animation content is, is the way that it can make people feel. Because right now, I mean, especially now that every, you know, most of the country and and the world has been working from home a lot. It, video is was king before the pandemic, and it's definitely stayed uh, stayed king since it hit. So, um, what you know, having somebody watch your work and see all see all the you know crazy different effects or or just all the different things that you put into it, and seeing them have that that kind of visceral reaction, whether it's excitement, it's you know awe, shock, something like that, you know, if they're, if you can get a, a good reaction out of somebody um, and it makes them feel the emotions that you set out to have them feel when you make that piece of content, that's the, the most rewarding thing. And that's the most exciting thing that you get to see when you're uh, in the creative field. Yeah, a hundred percent. And, and I've, uh, even though I actually started off um, YouTube, just you know, sitting in front of the camera and just pressing record. I mean, I still learned a little, a lot about, you know, the effects and then just applying it on the slideshow in the uh, video editor on my uh, HP. And I've also learned how to do that in Mac as well. And I take it that Adobe would not be that much different uh, when using Premiere Pro. And yeah, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, definitely. And and this morning, I actually uh, looked over and I actually took a, a little bit of a class on Skillshare.com and uh, and looked over a few things and actually got to see all the integration of just adding that audio strip um, file and and also those videos and how you're able to actually cut that out and then just move on. So you could actually cut a little segment of the video, have the audio file still play, and then just jump to a different cut as well and also start some music as well, which is pretty good when you uh, see videos such as uh, like Matt Diavella when he does those videos on minimalism as well. So, yeah. Yeah, those are actually, those are called in the business, they call those J cuts or L cuts. So if you, you know, it's a J cut, if you have, you know, on your time, on your video timeline, if you have the, uh, the video clip and then the audio clip kind of stops, but you still, you know, you have a different piece of audio playing, but you still see the person talking. And then you have the L cut if your, um, if your video clip ends and cuts to something else, but you still have the audio from that original video clip playing once it switches over to the video clip. So that's um, just a little fun uh, lesson for you. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I just want to like, just make sure I got that. Um, so the L cut is um, the video ends, but the audio file still plays. And with the J yep, cut. Still continues. And with the J cut. The audio ends, but you still see the video. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's, that's with the L cut? The J cut. J cut. Um, okay. Um, I get, yeah, I got it. I got it. I uh, just wanted to make sure that was, that was a little confusing with the L and the J cut. Um, yeah, it definitely, I think a, a video or a, a visual, um, lesson is required there. You need a little bit of visual, um, so, you know, something to actually see it in action. But if you, uh, I mean, if you want to learn more about video, those are two things to look up right there. Yeah, J cut and L cut. I will definitely take a note of that. Yes, sir. Um, right now. And, um, yeah. So, yeah. So it's, yeah. So I definitely uh, have gotten really into this during quarantine, adding those gifts and uh, just applying that background music. Uh, now, what I started off with was just adding an entire um, music file over it and then just adding my narration over it just to get started. But cutting that, you know, but I actually haven't like really gotten into it like the Matt Diavellas of the world or um, or I guess the Nathaniel Drews of the world, if I'm if if I'm like being accurate here. Or like re- really high profile YouTubers. Let's just say that. Uh, yeah. So um, there's definitely classes on Skillshare. Is um, so. How long did it take you to learn all of these programs? Oh man. So I started. I started with with my film major at Towson late, or I'd say early 2016, and I graduated December of 2017. Um, and I mean, I'm still learning every day. I, I mean, I've been, I've been using these programs for about four or five years now. Um, and I am still, uh, you know, I'm, I consider myself a, a video professional, but in terms of 
my capabilities compared to, you know, those Hollywood, you know, video editors and stuff, I'm just scratching the surface. So um, there, there's so many things that you can do with, with video, you know, when you get into the upper echelon of, of video professionals, you know, they're doing things like 3d and um, you know, all, all these different crazy video effects and special effects that you see in these big Hollywood movies. That's really the top tier a video professional there. So hopefully one day I can get up there and, and be doing crazy things like that, that people just, you know, their jaws drop when they see it. Um, but you know, those, that's the, uh, that's the real top level. Um, on the last episode, I actually had Jason Sherman on and, uh, he was talking about flying drones, um, and how he like really got into them and he had to go back and edit them and it, and the, uh, and it took him like two, three hours to just edit you know, all that drone footage and just compile it on and um, getting the uh, license to fly the drones in Pennsylvania was uh, a little tough, but he got through it. Um, Now you wouldn't, now once you can get that drone footage, whether you're flying it yourself or not, I mean, it's still, yeah, it's still the same process but you may you know not like those shots and and oftentimes uh how would you just review and just make sure that you got the right cut i mean is there do you have any tips to just make sure you just get the right cut and you don't and you don't just miss the mark uh when producing that part of the video so a a good way to avoid you know, going into your shoot and and coming out of it with with cuts or or shots that you might not necessarily like is really preparing beforehand. But, you know, those those things are going to happen where you go and you try to get, you know, a certain shot or with a certain angle. Um, Those things happen all the time. So um, if you're if you're drone, if you can uh, take a a little bit of a, a preview of that that clip while you're shooting, um, and just look it over before maybe before you leave your location, wherever you're shooting at, that's always a good thing, you know, cause you never know what could happen. I've had shoots where, um, I'm taking, uh, shots of people and, um, you know, I forgot to turn the microphone on or something like that, or I forgot to focus in on the shot. You know, those things happen all the time, but preparation and just making sure you can visualize exactly what you want while you're at the shoot is something that's really important in, in making the most and, um, being the most efficient when you're on a shoot like that. So I'd say preparation, just making sure you have, have fully thought about and gone over multiple times what you want when you go out to shoot and then taking a look before you leave your location, just to make sure that you got everything you need. Um, so that way you're not wasting any time and having to do a reshoot or a second day, you know, something like that. So those are the two things I would say to, to do to avoid that. Yeah. Oh man. Definitely. It was, uh, yeah, that definitely can, can be stressful. Oftentimes, uh, when I have, you know, I, I've just like really started to get into interviewing people, your brother, for one thing, uh, Matt, Jeremy from the team and Jason, all Towson Sh- hockey guys, yep. all Towson hockey guys, um, Jason, right. and <laughs> with the exception of Jason Sherman, who, uh, yeah, he's in his. Yeah, he was born well before us, and 
and lives in the, the Philadelphia area. But yeah, but uh, yeah, definitely he was. Um, yeah, yeah, he's a great guy. Def- don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, uh, no, I feel I feel for all those people who are drone, you know, who fly their drones and stuff like that. I live in Virginia, so getting a, a permit to fly your drone around here, being so close to DC, uh, it is darn near impossible to to get a, a permit to fly anywhere. I think it's within. I'm not sure exactly what the range is, but you can't fly within a certain range of mileage to DC just because of the security reasons. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, that's it's hard out there. Yeah, it, it's it's hard. Um, now, now it's all not laid down to drones. I mean, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you've seen this, but uh, there are a bunch of G gauge model railroad, model railroad, uh, model railroads, and model railroaders mm-hmm. who um, definitely film and put it on film their outdoor layout and put it on YouTube and they've uh, they collect a huge sum of money. And so you don't need a license to um, drive a train um, because <laughs> you can do it um, all with that. Um, I do want to mm-hmm. let the uh, audience know of uh, this little story. Um, I actually once had a little video camera tr- train uh from mth uh trains that stands for maryland train house um and and uh we put it on a little analog television and i remember this in the store that you know thinking that this was the coolest thing in like 2003 2004 it's like man that's amazing (laughs) like let me see what i can do with this and and it was very primitive technology it was so old that you had to hook it up to an analog uh television and yeah if yeah if anyone remembers that um with the rabbit ears um on the television like this like the old simpsons cartoons yeah that's uh oh yeah that is definitely the one thing that uh was yeah it's 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 hilarious to think about so anyway um, yeah, so it definitely gave me the sense of a uh, video and just having fun with it and not caring. Now, I think now at the time, if you really wanted to record that, you had to, you had to like, you know, fedangle your way with the VCR and uh, record that. And, and And there was definitely a way to do it, but you needed like, all these cables and everything. Um, mm-hmm. Today, you can just hop on your computer, download Adobe, uh, the entire program for $50 a, a month. Am I correct? Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's somewhere around 50 or 60 a month for like if you're doing the entire creative cloud with all of the programs. Um, I know you can buy individual ones uh, for a little bit less per month, but they say the best value is to buy the whole thing. But yeah, that's... Uh, it's definitely not cheap. You know, it's not like a, it's not a pay, pay one, you know, big fee and you get it for life. You got to pay it every year, you know, whether you're paying it monthly or annually, it's a, it's definitely, you know, a big chunk of change, but if you're in the, in the profession, it's definitely the best, uh, the best type of software to have. And that's the one downside to it. Um, And that's why I stayed 
on the free software for so long. It, it was like $50, <laughs> 60 a month. And it's like, like, why can't I just own this? I, and, mm -hmm. and it's not like downloading um, a video game on your laptop, but it's, but it's there because they're always updating. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. They, they, every single year, they have a whole slew of different updates that they make to their different programs. They come out with new programs every year or sorry, new, new, uh, I guess, yeah, programs would be the best thing to say. Um, they have, you know, stuff on smartphone apps that you can download, um, to do everything right from your phone. Cause nowadays, I mean, you, you got an iPhone 11 or 12 and, and you can shoot in 4k on a lot of those phones. So, um, they have all these different types of programs and, um, they have this big conference every year called Adobe Max that I've been to a couple times where they tell you about all these future plans they have and, and new updates that are coming. So, like I said, big chunk of change if, if you can, in a, or if you can afford it. But, um, the reason why is because they're always coming out with new stuff and looking for new ways to innovate, um, in the creative space. So it's definitely worth it. I'd say in the end. Yeah. Now I currently am, uh, being billed for like 20 bucks a month just for audition. And yeah, th there's definitely a way to change that. Right. Hey, I mean, you might have to take that up with Adobe, my man, but, oh. uh, you know, that's, that's how they do it. You know, they want to, they want to have all of their different types of software being used. Um, so they're making that, that whole creative cloud package, the most, uh, or the best bang for your buck, the most, you know, value, um, is behind that whole package. So yeah, they, uh, you know, if you're just doing the one program, 20 bucks a month, as opposed to paying 60 for the whole creative cloud a month, um, it, most people are like, eh, you know, I'm just going to pay that extra 40 and get everything. But, um, if you're just, if you just need one or two programs, that's probably the better way to go. And, you know, you save yourself a little money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I once tried to use Adobe animate, but it seemed like, like I just got a little stuck with it and, and I was a bit discouraged with it and I've tried to use HTML and CSS animation as well in the past. Um, have you worked with that and uh, HTML and CSS and, and you, and have you integrated uh, that with um, Adobe animate or anything of the sort? So I haven't done a whole lot of work in Adobe animate. Um, that is definitely geared more towards like, like actual. So when I say animate and after effects, um, it's not necessarily like an animation television show that you would see like on Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network or something like that. Um, so I haven't done a whole lot of work in that space. Yeah. That's something I'm looking to grow into. Um, but working in those, in those different types of programs with the more complicated processes like that, it definitely can be a little bit difficult to get into. Um, and I know that you were talking about those free softwares and stuff. Like if you have a Mac, if you have a Mac, you can go into iMovie. It's, you know, it's a free app that comes with, with your uh, computer. Um, and I definitely recommend people starting out with those free softwares first and, and just to get used to it before shelling out the big bucks to, uh, to pay for these really high level, um, high capability softwares. But yeah, I haven't personally used Adobe animate all that much apart from, you know, a couple of, uh, uh, times in, in college, just toying around with the different programs. Yeah. And, uh, definitely. Okay. Let's see. Um, so just any, yeah. So, 
Um, anything else you would like to add in terms of people becoming a creative designer or just using Adobe in their job or getting into a position that requires Adobe? Anything else you would like to add? Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're looking to to get into the creative field, the best way for you know, sometimes it can be a little daunting, you know, when you when you see all these Hollywood movies and people doing CGI and 3D and, and stuff like that, it can be very intimidating. But you'll hear a lot of different video professionals, filmmakers, uh, and most people in the creative space say, just just start, just do it. If you have the creative itch to go out and and make something, just go make something, you know. That everyone who's in this field has started from the very, very bottom. Nobody starts, you know, by doing those crazy, uh, you know, special effects and stuff like that. You have to start somewhere. So in terms of starting out, start, it, just, just start, you know, just start and, and begin the journey. Because if you don't, if you don't actually get that first piece of content going, you're never going to, you know, get the, to the second one and to the third and the fifth and the 10th, you know? So just, just start and make sure that, you know, whenever you go into a piece of content or, you know, whatever that may be, video animation, um, have a clear vision of what you want to do and then just go out and execute. Yeah. And the, and the first step is, is the longest stride is, is the longest stride. And, um, and I don't know if you just heard that in the, background but um (laughs) busy man is yeah and um yeah so apologies there um so you know the first step is the longest stride and and you should definitely um get into this as well um ladies and gentlemen uh i thank you very much for listening to this uh once again please donate to the show and and uh, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, Google, Podchaser, um, Deezer, um, uh, Pandora. I'm not on yet, but I'll I'll get there eventually. But wherever you listen to podcasts, rate us there. Write a, a review, five stars, and, five stars, and 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 don't be afraid to start something new because. Your hobby is the key to peace and prosperity and teaching others what you do is critical for the information age. Um, Nico, anything to add? Um, well, again, I want to say thank you for having me on. I, you know, you had my brother Joey on, you had our, our buddies, Matt and Jeremy. And so I really appreciate, appreciate you uh, having me on. We're all super proud of what you're doing. You're doing a great job. Keep up keep up all the good work and, and everybody, you know, make sure you keep listening to the blue Oasis podcast. Thank you. All right. So until the next episode, everyone, um, stay safe, stay great. And I'll talk to you then.